Welcome to the Inspired Biz Podcast. I'm your host, Amber Wyrock. I'm a business owner and coach who is dedicated to my own growth mindset and helping others find theirs. This is the podcast where you will find the inspiration that will help you grow your business and reach your goals. If you're looking to scale your business while being inspired, encouraged, and empowered, this is the show for you. Let's dig right in. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode of The Inspired Biz. I am so excited that it is Thanksgiving week, guys. I can't even tell you. I don't know about you. I I love Christmas. Christmas is one of my most favorite holidays. I love the lights. I love the decor. I love gift giving. I love all of it, okay? But there is something about Thanksgiving where there is there's no pressure to show up with the right gift. There is not a ton of work yet with the decor, although I know many of you already have your Christmas trees up. I wait till after Thanksgiving. I also love that the entire holiday is really centered around gratitude and being thankful and just spending some time focusing on that. (laughs) I think that there are too many times in life that we just rush through and we go right ahead and we forget to stop and be present and thankful for what we have. And I love that this holiday is really focused on that. I also love the food, okay? I'm gonna be honest, all of the sides, I love the sweet potatoes, I love the mashed potatoes, I love the turkey and gravy and the stuffing and the cranberry sauce, and it's just, it's so good, it's so good. And I love that for one day, everyone just comes around this food, right? So I'm excited, I hope that you are excited as well. We're headed into this week where it's gonna be a lot of time gathering with families, gathering with friends, gathering around food, gathering around drinks. I hope that you have just such a wonderful holiday. But today I wanted to get into a topic that is not about Thanksgiving. (laughs) It's really not. I want to talk about the lies that we believe the things in our mind that we allow to take hold and how we allow fear to whisper lies to us. And unfortunately, a lot of times we make agreement with those lies. We accept them as truth. We take them on as truth. And I want to share a little bit about a book that I am actually rereading. I have read it before. I'm rereading it and then want to talk a little bit about how this not only impacts our lives in general, but it also impacts our businesses. So I love the book, Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen. I've read it before. I've actually done a study with some other women over it. And I really, really love the message of this book, how our thought lives are so important. Our thought lives feed and fuel everything. But I also love Jenny's very practical approach to how to disrupt thought patterns. Scripture does say taking every thought captive. And that is something that I lean into a lot. But sometimes you read that or like the idea of like, just, you know, be aware of your thoughts or take that thought captive or let's shift that thought. And you're kind of sit there and you're going, okay, but how? Like, if I knew how to do that, I wouldn't be in this crazy thought pattern, right? I wouldn't be going down this spiral. I would have better thoughts. And I want to encourage you, if you haven't already checked out this book, that this is a fantastic book. But I also want to talk with you about how 
we can start to retrain our brains so that we actually begin to have better thought lives without having to do the disrupting patterns, without having to stop and say, is this actually true? And so today I want to talk a little bit about my own journey with my thought life and how that has impacted me. And then I want to share with you what I have learned. Growing up, I was in a position that anxiety was kind of a daily presence for me. It wasn't this acute crippling anxiety. It wasn't this, I know that there are different levels of people walking through, whether it's a diagnosis or just anxious thoughts, whatever that might be. But for me, I kind of just always remember this presence of these anxious thoughts going through my mind. As a kid, I would go into environments that were unfamiliar and I would have an entire scenario already like working and playing out in my mind of the worst case scenario. When I stepped into anything with academics, the anxiety would sometimes just, I mean, it made me feel sick to my stomach. There was so much of that that I was walking through to the point that when I then was in college, I started experiencing panic attacks. And at first, they felt like they came on for seemingly no reason. Like at a whim, I would be driving down the road and I would have a panic attack. I would be sitting on the couch watching a movie with my boyfriend and I would have a panic attack. It felt like they came out of nowhere and it felt like I was a prisoner to them because I never knew when they were going to happen. I also had anxiety about having panic attacks because I felt embarrassed or vulnerable and exposed when they would happen. So I was spending a lot of time kind of going down this spiral of thoughts and belief around myself and my anxiety and panic that then fed into my anxiety and panic. I'm hoping that you can see this like spiraling effect that happens. And if you have been there, you know exactly what that feels like. Like it doesn't feel like you're ever going to be able to crawl out of this hole because everything that you're experiencing only solidifies and confirms the fact that you in fact are stuck. Again, I'm not a professional. I'm not trying to speak into anyone else's experience, only trying to share my own. I felt stuck. I felt stuck in this pattern. And it was around this time that I started seeing a counselor really for the first time. If I did as a child, I honestly can't remember it. But in college, I started seeing a counselor. And this therapist was so helpful. Honestly, I don't remember my therapist's name. He was a therapist on the campus that I could go. They had a counseling services counseling center. I booked it and I went and saw him for a period of time. And honestly, That relationship was for that time, and I don't have this like deep recollection of who he was. But what I do remember is having this opportunity to sit in his office and have this aha moment about how my thought life, my daily thoughts about myself, about my life, about my friends, about my family, how that thought life was influencing everything. It influenced my belief about myself in my academics, and therefore it influenced my grades. 
it influenced my belief about myself and my relationship with my boyfriend. And therefore, my relationship was affected by that thought life. It affected the thoughts about myself in relation to my roommates or my classmates. And therefore, it affected those relationships. It affected my thoughts about myself, about my financial situation. And therefore, it affected my work and my thoughts around money. Guys, it affected everything. And if you notice, what I said with each of those was that it affected my thoughts about myself. I had all kinds of thoughts and truthfully lies about myself and who I am, how I operate, what I'm worth, that truthfully, I still have to spend time deconstructing these days. But once the cat was out of the bag and I realized there were thoughts in there that were not actually true. There were thoughts in there that were not serving me. There were thoughts in there that were going to destroy my relationships and the things that I wanted in my life. Once that cat was out of the bag, it was almost like I realized that I couldn't just trust the thought (laughs) off the bat. I had to put it on trial. I had to examine it. And ultimately, I had to make a choice if I was going to take on that thought as truth or if I was going to find the real truth instead of it. And this has been a journey that I've had to work through in a lot of different ways through my life. I'm not done. I genuinely don't think I'll ever be done because when should I be done working on myself or improving myself? But what I can tell you is that when I start to have those moments of anxiety creeping in, it is an indicator to me that it's time for me to examine what's happening in my life. What are the habits that I have? What are the thoughts that I'm having? What are the decisions that I'm making? And I have a choice that I can either stay in that pattern or I can go a different direction. And that has been one of the most empowering things for me is that I'm not stuck. I'm not in a spiral. I don't have to stay at the bottom of that pit. There is a way for me to climb out of it, but it starts by making a choice. It starts by recognizing where you're at and taking stock and inventory of what is happening. Guys, this is something that has also served me in business. I think I shared this a while ago that I had a circumstance where a client, there was a deliverable that needed to be given. I I knew about it. I had even done part of it. I had planned and prepared for it. And somehow it completely, it just slipped my list. It's like, I mean, guys, I have a great system for tracking my deliverables and it completely slipped through the cracks. And I actually remember waking up at, I don't even know, probably like 3.30 in the morning with a start on the day that it was supposed to be delivered. Okay. I don't know what woke me up. Maybe it's just that internal, like that internal clock, even though I wasn't tracking that deliverable, even though I didn't have it on my list, I still knew it in my body. (laughs) But whatever it was, it woke me up at like 3.30 in the morning and I woke up with a start and almost immediately, I was not even, my eyes I don't think were even completely open. Almost immediately, I was spiraling. I was already in this like this shame spiral, this, you know, beating myself up, this anxiety of, oh my gosh, 
this client is going to be so upset. They're going to leave me and they're going to, you know, stop wanting to work with me. I'm going to lose income. How could I have been so neglectful? How could I be so stupid? I mean, guys, the thoughts and things that I was saying to myself in that moment were horrible, right? So I get up and I come into my office and I'm just sitting at my desk trying to get through what I need to get through, but I'm also just spiraling. Okay. I'm in the spot. And here it is. It's like four o'clock in the morning and I'm kind of letting myself sit with this anxiety and the spiral. And then I thought, okay, I have a choice. I can stay in this spiral and I can let it completely derail this day, this week, this month. I mean, if we want to, we can let it, right? Or I have a choice and I can choose to move into solution focus. I can choose to move into a place where I'm actually a leader. I believe in accountability and I also give a solution to move forward. So I did get the task completed. It was not on the same timetable that we had agreed to. But then I sent a, I sent a note to this client and I let them know, hey, this is something that I totally missed. It's 100% my responsibility. Here's how I'm going to ensure that this doesn't happen in the future. These are the actions I'm going to take. These are the solutions that I'm going to put into place. I apologize for not having this in the time frame that we had agreed upon, but I do want you to know that I've learned from it and I'm moving forward. This particular client, they weren't even awake at that time. Let's be honest. It was like 4.30 in the morning. But when they did come to that message, first and foremost, they expressed their appreciation for me taking responsibility, obviously. And they also appreciated that there was already some things in place to avoid that happening in the future. Now, could that client have been super upset and discharged my services and made that choice? Yes. But because I chose to be solution focused, even if they had decided to not work with me, I actually put things in place that helped me in the future to avoid this happening, not just with this client, but with any client. And if I had chosen to stay in this spiral and I had chosen to kind of just go down this anxious place, I could have easily ended up missing the opportunity for what was next. That's why I feel that in business, when we do not take control of our thought life, when we are not aware of our thoughts, when we are not kind of the masters of our mindset, we miss so much opportunity in business. We miss the opportunity to see where new solutions could be put into place. We miss the opportunity to see that we are in fact growing and we are in fact learning. We stay stuck in this place of fear and scarcity and smallness because to go beyond that feels really unsafe or feels like it's too far out of the box. But when we take control of our thought lives and we ask ourselves things like, why do I believe that that's too far out of the box? Why do I believe this idea that I'm not going to get another client when, hello, I've been getting clients. Why would I believe suddenly this lie that, well, if I lose this client, there will be no others. Guys, we have to be, like I said, the masters of our mindset. We have to be willing to take thoughts captive, 
to challenge them. And then we have to make a choice. So I'm going to say that again. We have to take thoughts captive. We have to recognize the thought for what it is. First and foremost, we have to challenge that thought. It doesn't mean the thought is wrong. Sometimes the thought is going to be accurate. Guys, in that moment when I had missed something with the client, one of my first thoughts was, I have messed up. And that thought was not wrong. I had messed up. The thoughts that came after it were wrong. The thoughts that then told me I was in the wrong field or I was you know, a failure or I was going to end up losing all my clients, those were incorrect thoughts. But the initial thought of, oh my gosh, I've messed up was not wrong. But when we challenge the thought, after we take the thought captive and then we challenge it, we can see where the lie starts to creep in. We can start to recognize where the faulty thinking is. And then finally, we have a choice. And this is something, like I said, in that book, Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen, she talks about this all the time, that we have a choice. And often when we feel powerless and we feel like we don't have a choice, that's when that hopelessness creeps in and we just kind of stay stuck and small and like in this tiny little like prison of our mind. But when we realize we have a choice, we can open the door of that prison and walk out of it and move forward into solution. That's when the power comes back to us. That is when we realize we don't have to stay stuck. So I want to really ask you this. What thought patterns in your life, in your business are keeping you stuck? What's holding you back in your business? What are the areas, whether it's about your finances or it's about how you're going to find clients or it's about the types of services that you can provide or it's about the type of expertise that you have, whatever it might be, I really want to encourage you to do those three things to first of all, take the thought captive, grab onto it, identify what it is, get a thought journal. Guys, I love journaling. I love writing things down. I work in a virtual and digital world so much, but pen and paper, can't go wrong with it, right? So I would encourage you, get a thought journal, write the actual thought down. Go to the next level thought. Okay, so I have this thought, but then I think this, and then I think this. Let's really dissect that thought. Take it captive and then challenge it. Okay, what about this thought is true? What about it is not? If I were to ask someone else about this thought, would they say this about me? And then choose. Am I going to stay stuck or am I going to move into solution? Because if you can move to a place of solution, everything that you are thinking, everything you're experiencing in your business is for something. So that's it. Take the thought captive, challenge it, and then make a choice. All right. That is all I have for today, guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for being on this journey with me. And I will talk with you next time. You've just listened to another episode of the Inspired Biz Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. If you have found your business inspiration today, we want to know. Take a moment to leave a review and share this episode with someone you know looking for their own inspiration. We'd love to have you join our online community on Instagram and Facebook at Socially Inspired Management or check out sociallyinspiredmanagement.com to learn more about how we can support you to grow your biz. We'll see you next week.